Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Hello, and we're already ahead of the last time I was here because I actually know to say hello <laughs> on time. Well, that's a good start. Yes, it is. Welcome to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerGrew.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman sitting in this chair, and across from me, sitting in the other chair, is Tom Baker. No bushes for you this weekend. No free advertising for anyone named Bush. <laughs> yeah, that was confusing when that came out to me at first, and then somebody explained to me what was going on, and I was like, all right, yeah. I get it. But at first, I didn't understand it. Hang on a minute. They're Red, advertising Red, you, Bush Zero. <laughs> Red, you needed an explanation for that, really? Well, well, I didn't get what was going on. They were like, yeah, no Bush this weekend, and I was like, what? They're like, they're putting Harvick on the car. I'm like, four, and they said, we're not giving free advertising. I'm like, well, you're sponsoring your beer with that on the hood, and then somebody's <laughs> like, the driver, I was like, get it now. Uh, all right, makes sense. Yeah. One of those moments, it's just like... Oh, oh yeah, totally confused there until somebody was like, yeah, the drivers, and I was like, got it. See, the funny part here is neither of those specific drivers, Tom, is particularly great at the Monster Mile. Oh, by the way. Well, that's, yeah, exactly. That's what makes it funny. Yeah, and, you know, I think it was, I, I think this is genius, honestly. I just, it's a great I feel ploy. like this is, yeah, it's it's very brilliant marketing, and, it, and during the playoffs, too. And, you know, sadly, Kurt's playoff is basically over, but I know. Um, but Kyle's still in and it. So it just it's another kind of funny little bit that, you know, we can talk about. But I just yes, I, I laughed when I saw it. I'm like, you know, I never would have thought of that. It's but that's awesome. Really funny. So let's we first we did the millennial thing with the special scheme. Now we're doing Harvick the beer. It, it's like somebody whoever's coming up with this stuff at Bush Beer deserves a raise because exactly. they're brilliant yep. it's some they're doing some of the greatest marketing in nascar right now that i've seen in a long time and for me that's cool because i like to see unique things like that anyway we got a pretty good show randy miller's over there too by the way sitting next to tom sorry randy i didn't mean to forget you over right. there. it's only 702 <laughs> yeah, exactly. so it's, i mean it's fine that's cool i get it but we have we have lots of fun stuff to get to we have breaking news to get to we have uh, a whole bunch of Narca stuff to get to. And, well, we've got a lot of other things regarding playoffs to talk about as well. So, ay yay yay. We'll be back right after this to start it off. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life, who we'll tell you all about as we go through this show. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller with you, talking motorsports. And right now, Tom, drummer. Well, you're the drummer, so I guess you ought to do the drum roll, please. Breaking news. Or at least it was breaking news yesterday. But well, that's not breaking news then. Don't it's close enough. Excited. Broken. It's broken it's news. Broken it's news. broken news. Whatever. I just wanted to do the voice. Broken. I just okay. wanted to do the voice. Well, you, there you, you, you Let's get on to the news. <laughs> Richard Childress Racing has, surprise, promoted Tyler Reddick to the eight car for the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series season. <gasps> just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, we all knew this was coming. Yes. It was the second worst kept secret in NASCAR. Yeah, How behind the Christopher <laughs> Bell story, if case of you, yeah. Was the, yeah. Anyway, long story short, though, I'm excited that this is out in the open. I'm excited to see how Tyler Reddick carries that through the rest of his Xfinity Series season. And you know what? I'm excited to see what Tyler Reddick does in the Cup Series next year. I really am. Because I think, maybe contrary to what you know, I, I think Tyler Reddick is going to be what we thought this year's rookie class was going to be and really make some noise in the numbers column. Um, I agree. I mean, I think that uh, Tyler, I think there's a combination of things here. I think when you look at the team this year with Daniel Hemrick, I think you had a, a very green racer, obviously, in the Cup Series with a team that probably you know, he needed time to gel with. And unfortunately, I'm not sure that what you can expect great things from most rookies in their first year. 
Um, and I feel like to a degree that Daniel Hemmerich kind of, you know, I mean, I don't want to say he got screwed. I don't think that's the way I want to say it, but no, I don't think I, he got the time that he needed. I think I he, agree again. Absolutely. I, I, these team owners, you know, you promote these young guys up, Randy, and you know, we haven't learned our lesson yet. You know, we, we give them a year and then we move them out or we dismiss them because they don't instantly all come in and start winning races. Um, and I feel like Daniel Hemmerich kind of became a victim of timing and circumstance here. I don't think, I think Richard Childress would have loved to have had enough sponsorship to do a third car to put Tyler Absolutely. in. But when he didn't, it just sort of became a situation where, well, if I can only have one, you know, I don't know if I want to say Tyler brings more than Daniel or whatever the case. But, he does. You know, Tyler Reddick is, Tyler Reddick's in and Daniel's out and that happens. Um but but with that being said, I feel like Tyler's got a an excellent shot to make a big impact next year, Randy. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. You know, again, it's a whole different deal at the cup level. Ask Chase Elliott. How long did it take him to get a cup win? That's true. I, ask, I'm, you know, ask William Byron as well. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it just so, shows. There's It takes time. Joey Logano. It took yeah, all of them to time. Teams. It took all of them time to yeah. get that win. So I mean, yep. nothing mean towards any of them. I'm scared for Tyler Reddick, to be honest with you, because Tyler Reddick is going to come into the same situation that Hamburg is in this year, where if he's not winning races midway through the year, who's to say that they won't replace him with somebody else at the end of next season? I, don't I mean, think they, I don't think there's anybody else in the. Well, there, and there may not be, but you know, with with sponsors, I, I mean, saying. the only good thing is is that I feel like Tyler's uh, sponsorship commitments, like the sponsors, like him. He's a he's a much yeah. more. Not to take anything away from Daniel Hemrick, well, Tyler Reddick is a much more likable type of person. See, I don't, you know, I don't at, agree with that. Wise, I feel like I don't but, agree with that. Um, I mean, obviously, he brought sponsorship with him when he, you know, I say they're equal the in ride, that but, department, but I think, yeah, I think he just brought more to the deal. And but who's to say? Know. I mean, especially in this day and age, where the the owners and the sponsors want results immediately, and you know, for guys like Daniel Hemrick, Daniel Suarez, um, you know, guys who who had the potential but either didn't have the right equipment, didn't have right. the right luck go their way, and didn't get the results that they were hoping for, and now they're on the outside looking in for rides, even though they we all know they're talented drivers, but it's going to take a team to see something in them that nobody else does and give them another opportunity to shine. And hopefully they'll have a situation like Joe Logano where he had to switch teams and now look where he's at now. Yeah, It's going to be interesting, I think, to see where Daniel Hemrick falls at the end of all this. Uh, I know a lot of sources right now reporting that Ross Chastain is sticking with the plan to uh, head to the Colleague 10 car, providing all that comes together for 2020, which leaves... That's the key. Right. Provided, okay, Matt Colleague told us over the weekend that right now they don't have the funding for a second car, but a if full-time they do, second car. if they do, they want Ross in it. Right. Um, then they're also bringing AJ back for a number of races too, but you know, it's, it's Ross is kind of playing an interesting game here, mm-hmm. you know, because at some point he's going to have to make a decision and, and, you know, maybe that's, I, he may see the 10 cars a better deal than the 37 cup car, but I still say that car, 37 car in the cup series that's the car that that everybody's kind of looking at and i think that right. you know if i'm if i'm um if i'm that team J, if i'm jtg doherty i'm taking a serious look at hemrick i agree well i agree and there's two players uh from what i've heard right now that are are the main two looks by jtg doherty for that 37 car and that's daniel hemrick and ricky stenhouse jr uh because he became available now 
That's, in my opinion, if I were in Tad's shoes, I would say or argue that Daniel Hemrick's the leading candidate among those two. And that's not to take away from Ricky Stenhouse, but, you know, I would argue there's more upside potential to bringing somebody like Daniel into that fold than maybe there is with Ricky. Well, on the other hand, um, (laughs) Joey Logano, you know, you switch teams. This is true. You know, so maybe that's. But it's, I mean, there's so many drivers that I think you you look at for that car. And and I still don't know if we know for sure who all the drivers in the pool are going to be. Because we still have two drivers that I say, Charlie, that have not been signed for next year. Officially, right. Officially. So until they are officially signed, we don't know what they may know, but we don't know. Right. So. Stenhouse would give the shop guys a lot of things to do, though. So, I mean, <laughs> hiring him would, would definitely <laughs> keep the guys in the shop busy. That's, oh. that's not right. I, and I'm oh, like I'm wrong. Come I on. Necessi- well, you know what? I don't necessarily, <laughs> necessarily want to say that because sometimes when you make a change, it you know it just it changes you. And, and it may be a deal where... You know, Ricky, going into a new situation may become a different driver. It may be what it takes to make him, you know, to mature him. And again, let's not blame him for every wreck he was in because that's they weren't all his fault. But there are times, yes, he's very overaggressive. And I I think, you know, that's the sprint car nature in him. That's what he was brought up to be. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. I like this guy. I just... But you know. I but I think Tyler Reddick coming to the eight certainly. I mean, the couple races he's run this year has looked really good in the Cup Series. Yeah. So now, just just an FYI here, uh, what I said when I or what I was going off of when I said that uh, Ross was sticking with the ten car was actually an a follow up report by Adam Stern on Tuesday from the Sports Business Journal after Jordan Bianchi had an exclusive interview with Matt Colleg following the weekend that said Chastain will stick with that team in 2020 okay so if he's if he's basically made up his mind he's going to roll the dice with a 10 car then um that takes him out of the i think especially if he wins the truck series championship he'd be a fool not to roll the dice with the 10 car because when whenever ross has been in that car he's been a threat to win what if they don't have full-time that's that's the risk he runs see is if is if that if if that doesn't materialize to full-time status then he's basically limiting his his starts well at that point let's keep in mind there was yeah let let's keep in mind there wasn't necessarily full-time funding for the truck team after uh true north pulled out at the you know first third of the year and yet ross got them into the playoffs and that created full-time funding well so but if you look at the performance of the team though i mean obviously you know chris rice and all the guys at colleague are doing a great job of, of what they've got with that team um, and having Haley on board as well. So I feel like if they, if Ross says, I'm going to run this car, then I think sponsorship will come along because they know who's going to be in that car now. So right. there's a lot of sponsors yeah. like, well, I'm not going to sponsor this car, but I don't know who's going to drive it. Right. But if Ross is And is Ross there, is a proven commodity right. at this point. So he's got a lot of people that he's that has sponsored him in the truck series that could go with him to the Xfinity series and run that 10 car. Right. Republic. Absolutely. Now, I'm not going to jump into anything else here because we're coming up against a commercial break. But in our next segment, we're going to have more news that broke out this week, specifically of the Narca variety. And if you're wondering, well, what the heck is he talking about? That would be NASCAR plus Arca equals whatever the heck this conglomeration is for 2020. We'll tell you what that conglomeration is on the other side of this. It's Motorsports Madness powered by mycomputercareer.edu, and we'll be back right after this. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. That just gets me excited for this second. Just that good old seg- boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> segment. Wow, that went downhill quickly. I need to learn how to talk again. Welcome back to Motorsports Madden. We can Madden. help you with that. <laughs> like you're helping with a lot of things. <laughs> well, never mind. I'm not Nothing not you would there. probably want him to no, go <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCrew.edu. This is Jumping the Tracks quickly. Jacob Seal and Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and uh, James Mellick is punching buttons and keeping us going here on this program tonight last segment we were talking about the silly season ride rotation this segment we're going to talk about the silly season series rotation because well the arca menard series is taking over everything 
Yeah. Next literally. year. Menard <laughs> says his name on my toilet paper, I think. Yeah. It's, it's, uh... <laughs> yeah. John Menard is everywhere now. Anyway, so here's how this is all going to work. Because Wednesday at 3 o'clock brought what we've all been hoping we were going to get since about mid-April, which is details on how the NASCAR ARCA merger for 2020 was going to work. And basically, the long and short of it is, if you're a driver in the ARCA Menard series and you're older than 18 years of age, you have a chance to win four championships next year, if you really want to. Correct. This is th- this is how this works. What you currently know is the Arkham Menard Series, the 20 race national tour to determine a champion. Other than a couple of tracks that are changing hands and dates and all that for next year, that's going to stay pretty much exactly the same. The tw- it's still going to be a 20 race schedule. Uh, Ron Drager explained that in a video announcement on Wednesday afternoon. Um, I think the favorite part for all the fans, myself included, was the fact that the two dirt miles, the Illinois State Fairgrounds and the Coin State Fairgrounds, are remaining on the ARCA right. Tour national schedule for 2020, which I, I would have been absolutely heartbroken if those races went away. But they're not going away. They remain. Um, there, there's a lot of favorites. The series is still going to open at Daytona in February. It's still going to close at Kansas in October. And a lot of the things in the middle is going to remain the same as well. Where the changes start to happen is what's currently known as the NASCAR K&N Pro Series East and the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West. Come 2020, K&N goes away, at least as far as a title sponsor. Next year, those two tours will be known as the Arkham Menard Series East and the Arkham Menard Series West. And their current 12 to 14 race schedules will be pared down to six to eight races, which I have my feelings on that. We'll get to that in a couple of minutes. Um, Finally, the fourth championship involved in all of this is what they're calling the ARCA Racing Series Showdown Championship, which is 10 races, basically the 10 short track races within the larger Arkham Menard Series schedule. Basically what we currently know, Tom, as the Sioux Chief Short Track Challenge. That's going to be renamed the ARCA Showdown Championship for 2020, and anyone who's younger than 18 years of age can still run those 10 races. It's basically a combination series of all the ARCA National Tour drivers and any K... Uh, huh, wow. that See, that's going to take a dollar in the jar to get used to. Any ARCA Menard Series East and ARCA Menard Series West drivers that want to run at these 10 national short track races can do so and see who the best of the best is, more or less. Now, if you're watching or listening to this show and going, I'm confused. <laughs> Good. because Join the club. So are we. <laughs> we yeah, that started we for me when he said, welcome back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, I, I think the hardest part here, Tom, is this is even more convoluted than it already was, and it's been convoluted to begin with. Well, see, this is my... I, I wish that I wasn't so business focused and marketing focused because it, it taints the way I look at everything that I look at this and look at what they put out. And I ask myself, how did this make anything better or solve any problems that, that, that we, we have with car counts. Um, and you, it does make it easier from a nomenclature standpoint because Everything is Arkham Menards now. So mm-hmm. it's just basically it's Arkham Menards, National Arkham Menards, East Arkham Menards, West. That's, that's pretty easy. Here's the issue. 
you've taken what is the current K&N East and West, which are about 15 or 16 races each, and you have basically just slashed them to about six. Now, Maybe eight if we're lucky. Okay, six to eight. So you're running a half-season schedule, basically, with those. And most of those races, at least on the east side of things, are either on mile tracks or they're, you know, extreme. So all the way to New England or all the way to Florida. Um, the Then you have these um, combined races, uh, showdown races, where you take your current K&N car and you go run with the ARCA cars um, in this Sioux Chief short track showdown you know, kind of thing. Yeah, Sioux Chief Short Track Showdown um, Challenge. And, and you have what kebab. eight? How You've many got races? Seminars before you said that. How many? Ra- how many <laughs> races in that? Did you in say the showdown? Ten. It's so. Yeah. So basically, next year's schedule is a clean split of ten showdown of ten short track races and ten super big track races. Yeah, for the national. Yep. But f- if you're if you're from the K and N side and you're yep. coming at it from the regional side, you've only got six races in your specific point series, and then you have to go run these other ten if you want a full year. Right. Um. So and and these other ten may be farther away than where your other ten were in your current regional series. Um. I don't know that we've saved any money, and I don't know that we've addressed the fact that we were lucky to get fifteen regional series i'll just start calling it cars K&N cars uh, on either side this this year at a race and we we've been lucky to get 20 arca cars so i guess my question is did we make it more marketable i'm not sure we we made it more expensive i think um and they're running one rule book now so which that is good it's good, but if you have, uh, uh, if you don't have an Ilmore, well, we don't know for sure that they're completely phasing well, out the Yates but, engine yet. Well, this is, but again, if it's, you know, you got to go buy whichever one you don't have if you have the opposite one already, because the the regional series ran a different motor from the national series, um, and so I don't know. I, I I don't really feel great about this, honestly. I, I feel like it's still going to be a million and a half or more dollars to compete for wins because you're going to have still going to have Venturini. That's basically Toyota Cup. You're going to have GMS. It's basically Cup Chevy. You're going to have, um, you know, those teams that are Gibbs. You're going to have uh, Bryant, which is probably, you know, um, and even Chad actually was quoted in an interview a couple weeks ago as saying he has no manufacturer support at all. So, he's, he's, okay. You know, he's a, he's doing it all himself. But I guess my point is when you look at ARCA this year, it's been a Venturini benefit series for the most part. Pretty much. With with a few um, with, appearances with, with, with by a tie, with, a, with, with a tie Majeski um, exception, and, basically. And, and Ty Gibbs. Ah, yes, him too. Winning. Um, and, and you look at K&N, it's been all GMS with Sam Mayer. Um, you know, you, you just, there's a very, I feel like there's a very lopsided scale right now in those series between the big teams and everybody else. And so I just, I don't know. I don't, I still don't think NASCAR has a good handle on, it's almost like, I feel like sometimes they don't really understand how 
the average grassroots racing family uh, it attempts to you know, get their get kid to, into yeah. a position to, it's like, I feel like they just completely missed that. Not everybody has a million dollars to just write a big check to a Venturini and, you know, send the kid out there and, and let him go. And I don't think the way that they've combined these series really addresses any of those issues. I, I, I think they need to work on making it more competitive. And I think you need to get you know, less big tracks and more short tracks. That's my opinion. I don't disagree with any of that, by the way. Uh, so real quick, I'm going to give some interest, some extra details here. The national tour schedule for the Arkham Menard series in 2020, as I mentioned, will start at Daytona as it has done in the past. February 8th is the race date for that. Uh, whereas the showdown or the first short track ARCA National Race for 2020 will actually be March 6th at ISM Raceway, formerly known as Phoenix International yeah. Raceway. Um, other ARCA National Tour dates, Talladega, Michigan, Chicagoland, Pocono, Kansas, as well as the two dirt miles at the Illinois and DuCoin State Fairgrounds, Madison International Speedway, and uh, I believe they said Elko Speedway as well uh, in the video announcement that they had. I counted so, two short tracks, tracks right. less than a mile. But again, we have five. We have at least five facilities that have not yet been revealed. So uh, we'll Br see where... Bristol, Bristol was another one that's going to be Arca National. Okay, so that's about the most expensive half mile you're going to run, but okay. Yeah, and then looking at the ah there oh I knew it was here somewhere. Uh, the uh, some of the other uh, short track races uh, encompassed in the showdown: Salem, Lucas Oil Raceway. I mentioned Elko, uh, Bristol, Iowa, and Gateway's not a short track, but they consider it in the yeah. showdown because it's less than a mile and a half. Okay, so what they've created is oh, basically... and Memphis. I forgot about Memphis. Okay, that's actually Memphis where they're ending. The, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we're basically it's just a lot of travel and it's going to be a, it's going to be very costly to to do it competitively to win especially when you're playing against cup basically cup quality teams. Yeah. yeah. By the way, the That's... west and east facilities that have been revealed in addition to uh the west opener at the Bull Ring at Las Vegas, you've got Irwindale, Sonoma, All-American Speedway in Roseville as well as a date at Phoenix in November. East Series, Five Flags in Pensacola, Toledo, Watkins Glen, New Hampshire and Dover. So yeah. that's what we know for now. There's a lot we don't know. That should get announced, I believe, at the Arca Banquet in December, if not before. Right now, what we have to run off to is a commercial break, and we'll continue our motorsports discussion on this round of Motorsports Madness coming up in a couple of minutes. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. 
And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and James Mellick. You didn't say Arkham and Arts before you said (laughs) Motorsports Madness. <laughs> because <laughs> Arkham and Arts is everything now. It yeah. is. They uh, sponsor everything. When they write us a check, then yeah. we'll add them to yeah, the That's okay. Like they'll, that. they'll be taking over our show eventually. <laughs> they always do. Menards gets everything he Not wants. without money. Randy Miller, he'll be here all week. You'll tune in. You'll tune yeah. in, and the, all the walls will be yellow, and we'll all be wearing shirts. And <laughs> <laughs> That'd be too much yellow. I think my uh, eyes would know? fall out of my head. Anyway. Save uh, more money he keeps the he keeps the color yellow in business. Yeah, especially if everything <laughs> has Menards on it. <laughs> if we ever have an issue with the lights going out in a cup race, just light up the Menards car, and exactly. it'll just be and we'll be good. You know, we'll just be good. Send Ryan Blaney out in his little. Uh, How did we get down that road? Can I we just can, can we turn the car around right now so I we can don't even get back know. to something like that? Anyway, uh, where I was going. With this segment, no, he has no idea. (laughs) 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 Success. Before, before Randy uh, did (laughs) all of that, where I was going with this segment was rules and rule changes for 2020. All cars have to be sponsored by Menards. (laughs) No. Oh, nice try. Anyway, we're actually going to be talking about the uh, lack of significant rules changes for 2020. Yay! Yay! I like that. You mean uh, things get to stay the same for a year? Yeah. Wow. yeah. I think that's good. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Are they sleeping up there? Consistency in the co- is the key. NASCAR corporate office went to sleep somewhere. Something, we think. Yeah. It's a new regime. Yeah. 
they they understand better. Something like that. Yeah. Here we go. I was trying to get my notes pulled. We up were trying to help you. You were stalling for time until <laughs> I, you got your notes. We pulled. were trying to I, help I, you I, here. You only had three minutes during the commercial I, I, break well, to do that. I couldn't find them. That was the problem. <laughs> they disappeared into obscurity for a minute. Somebody call my got computer em. career. Yeah. Uh, well, no, that's Fill only a reboot th- coming on. Well, not for me. For my computer. Anyway. Well, there you go. <laughs> Isn't that I mean, what they, that's what they mind. do. Something Continue, like Jacob. Yes, thank you. All right. The, uh, these are termed what NASCAR is terming procedural updates for 2020 before we debut the next gen or gen 7 car for 2021. So I'll just read down this list and then we can unpack what seems to be important here. It's all cost saving measures, basically. Bullet one each car, each car will be, yeah, each car number. I should have said, will be allowed a maximum of 12 certified chassis designated as active at any given time, as opposed to the current rules where teams could have an unlimited number of certified chassis. Each vehicle number will also be allowed to retain four chassis designated as inactive set aside for future use. Chassis can be decertified or retired only after use in a minimum of three races or if damage from a crash is irreparable. Chassis for the clash at Daytona will not count against the car number's active allotment unless that chassis is also used in the Daytona 500. Also, each organization will be permitted a maximum of 10 unique chassis designs. There's cost-cutting measure number one. We're trying to not have teams have 30 or 35 cars in, you know, their shop at one time. Okay. Number two, organizations will be limited to a total of 150 hours of wind tunnel testing per year. Testing is only permitted at four approved wind tunnel facilities, Aerodyne in Mooresville, Auto Research Center in Indy, Penske Technology Group in Mooresville, and Windshear Wind Tunnel in Concord. Manufacturers are not permitted to conduct wind wind tunnel tests on current generation cars, only for the next-gen car model coming in 2021. Officials have also introduced new at-track roster limits for the 2020 season, and this is where a lot of consternation and gnashing of teeth has come in on social media. Gnashing of teeth? Yes. I believe believe the full reference would be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Reducing the maximum number of road crew personnel, engineers, mechanics, crew chief, car chief, spotters, from 12 members to 10 during race weekends. Additionally, the new structure will limit the amount of organizational staff for each organization to three. Previously, three or four car teams were allowed to carry a fourth roster member at the organizational level. Technical director, competition manager, etc., etc. Uh, last bullet point. Teams must compete in a minimum of eight events with a full long block sealed engine and at least eight events with a short block sealed engine. Before, three full long block seals and 13 short block sealed engines were required to be used. Cup Series officials and teams recently began the post-race procedure of sealing engines either fully or just the bottom portion. That's the difference between long block and short block as a measure to prevent costly and time-consuming rebuilds after the practice was successful in other NASCAR national series and the the parts freeze will also remain in place through 2020 meaning no new specialty parts prior to 2021 so long story short there's a lot of engineering mumbo jumbo in that what do you make of it either of you tom well i mean i i honestly i i think we can bring james in on this too that's fair i guess he probably he probably has uh, more experience of this being in the shop than any of us yeah does any of that really um affect uh, nothing really affects. Just the biggest thing that that really hurts uh, a you know a crew member like me is seeing that they cut those people. They cut from twelve to ten. So now that's now obviously it's a cutting factor of cost because you have to play that pay that employee. 
but at the same time, um, well, it affects their life. That's cor- the biggest correct thing. Correct me right if there. I'm wrong, but they didn't like tell you to fire two people. They no, just no, said they just two people off can't the go to the track. Yeah. Well, and most of those people, most of them though, that they will let go of will be people that uh, they will probably let go of most likely though, because you won't need them at the shop unless you get let go of a shop guy to fill that position. No, I guess that's up to the teams. My my whole deal with this is is when I look at it and and I. I want to be careful here because I'm not an expert on how a race team gets run at the racetrack at the NASCAR level. But to me, how many engineers does it take to screw in a light bulb? Hmm. First of all, yeah, and that's the thing. I yeah. would be, I would, I personally as a fan be much happier if they reduced the number of engineers a team was allowed to have to zero, um, or at the most one. You know, yeah, one. Yeah, because teams uh, are operating now with three and four, yeah. which is making your guys who have to work on the car even harder per car. Yeah. Three and four per car. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then some 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 shops some shops even have specialties. Well, that that's are what I'm saying. See, come. I think that this is where I think again, you you can be, you can just be, Randy. Like, what are you actually? So you cut two people off the road to save cost of what a a, a few days hotel and a they fly on private planes, so you're saving them, you know, a few days of hotel and bojangles. You know, I, I don't, and, and maybe whatever pay there is, but if, you know, again, I, I feel like we'd be so much better off if we actually, you know, these engineers that, that these big time teams can afford that the little teams can't are what's really making the difference here. So why don't we just say you can't have any more than X amount of engineers in your employ? If you if you take the two seats out of the plane, though, that makes the plane lighter. So therefore, it burns the fuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, technically. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, what's interesting to me is, number one, the wind tunnel idea, that you can't wind tunnel a current car. You can only wind tunnel the cars from 2021 on. That's kind of an That's manufacturers, thing. though. Manufacturers, right. 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 The but teams um, can still do 150 hours. 150, 150 yeah. hours. Unless you're, you know, Hendrick well, with the underground the, wind and, tunnel somewhere. Well, it's like, <laughs> I don't have a wind tunnel. What are you talking about? And, and, you, and here's the deal on that. The teams are allowed 150 hours, but the teams aren't allowed to, the teams aren't allowed to wind tunnel test the current cars either. Oh, so See? the teams can't right. So that 150 hours that's only for the Gen the Seven, cars? right? It's on, yeah, right. It's only for the Gen Seven cars. You I sure? Yes, yeah. I'm sure. So the teams actually have Gen Seven cars? No, the 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 150 hours goes into a right now. There's no wind tunnel testing of any current cars. Period. That's what the new rules mean for 2020. So the wind tunnel testing hours don't start till they get the Gen Seven car, right? Okay, uh, well, that was my question. Right. Is, okay, so they're going to get the Gen 7 cars in 2020 and be able to use 150 hours to wind tunnel test. Because that would give them a full year to work with the I car see. before yep. they're actually on track. So there's no more wind tunnel of the current car, period. That's correct. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Then okay. The, the other thing was for with the with the crew guys, you know, being being two, two less two. I'm assuming that doesn't include, like, the road courses because you have to have multiple spotters for the road course races, right? Correct. Well, so would you leave? Would you leave I, a crew chief at home and bring a spotter instead? Well, okay. So my my guess short is short the my ge- Well, my guess is that that somehow there will be some sort of a workaround for the road course races because right. NASCAR recognizes for a safety aspect you have to have because well, the ro- they also do it at Indy too, right? Because right. of the Correct. the infield has the Correct. towers, so they, they can't I, see they, over the other side. NASCAR's telling you you can have ten people. And how you get to ten is up to you. Well, so, yeah. no, they, no. The the point that Randy's making, which I rec- I recognize the point he's making, and this was addressed in a addenda, a rules addendum this year. The races where you have to have 
multiple spotters for safety purposes, those multiple right. spotters do not count towards the 10 person. So like road course races and stuff like that. Or didn't count toward limit. the 12 this year? Right. Okay. okay. Right. And also, that's that. what I was okay. wondering. And also, I don't know if this has changed, but I do know this year that the truck driver was exempt as well. He did not count as a crew member working on the car. So well, he shouldn't. Uh, he so if you have a truck driver or a second truck driver, that does not count as well. I wouldn't want so. Ricky Stenhouse trying to park my home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, I think, you know, for the most part, I mean, I don't. I don't see a lot of this as being negative. I mean, I, no. I, I feel and like it's kind of more the same a little bit. The wailing but, and gnashing of teeth on social media was drivers you know, trying to stick up for their crew people and not wanting to see people's livelihoods be affected. Well, again, NASCAR is not saying you got to fire them. They're just saying that you can only bring 10 to the track. So I think, yeah. I think these teams need to think a little bit about how you get to that number and who is essential personnel but on the other right. hand you though know, if you're if you're dealing with less chassis and, and less equipment in the shop then those two people probably won't have that much to do anyway well here you have less cars to work on now here would be my thought for example um you you need you don't need your 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 team manager at the track you don't need your, you know, shop manager at the track. But NASCAR does state that you do have to have like a competition director or someone there at the track um, to be able to talk to. So they do mandate that. So you have the, to have someone. Does the team owner count in that? No. 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 Okay. So why couldn't the team owner be the liaison? Or um, the crew chief be the liaison instead of the competition. Because the crew chief counts as personnel, so you have to have like a non non working uh, employee on the car there to talk to NASCAR in case something is needed for press releases and stuff like that. So competition director, general manager, something like that. So team owner becomes the competition director. In other words, my point is, is the teams have got to decide what's important here. That's you know that's my two cents. Is I don't think you know you necessarily are going to fire people. Unless you just decide that you don't want an extra helping hand to back up a crew member that gets sick or gets hurt or, you know, it. so I, I don't okay, know. Okay, so, just, hey, just, just for, sake of, for sake of looking at this here, I've actually uh, pulled up Kurt Busch's roster for this weekend at Dover really quick. At the organization level, you've got a competition director, IT support, and pit coach. Uh, your his road crew, which is twelve, is crew chief, engineer, engineer, car chief, front end mechanic, interior mechanic, underneath mechanic, shock technician, tire technician, spotter, tuner, and utility, whatever that means. It's yeah. probably the truck driver, unless or the guy that runs the, the truck moves driver's the around. I mean, this is have, what I'm saying. Well, you I still think... have to list them, though, on the ah, list. They hang, are on, hang on. Submitted, submitted exempt is at the bottom. Hauler, hauler driver, go. hauler driver, trainer. Yeah. Who, in this case, is Josh Wise. It, it seems to me oh, nice. if you're like a, a you know, a, a, a middle side guy, you could be an underside guy. I mean, I just somewhere along the line, we, we got to train people to multitask here. Yeah. That's just my thought. The too many specialists. Oh, kind of like we had, kind of like we have people multitasking on the pit crew now, to where we're down to five people pit right. stops. So we're talking about the big organizations. There's organizations that don't even have enough members of their team to even worry about this rule. But that this is kind of my fight. point. Yeah, I think we. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, scro scrolling that, scrolling that up, to, scrolling that up to somebody like Landon Castle, they only have ten road crew members listed right, right now. Exactly. Yeah. They crew have chief, a spotter, spotter, car chief, engineer, mechanic, tire technician, right. tuner, utility, utility. Mechanic. Yeah. Yep. 
They have room for two more. Exactly. Something like that. Or like they're good for next year. They're somebody good. Somebody at Hendrick can be so. fired and they can go run and yes. get a job at Nine huh. Castle. We'll be back right it. after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun you have a full-time responsibility when you aren't using it be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children troubled teenagers a thief or anyone else who might misuse it your family friends and neighbors are all counting on you remember always lock it up for more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I can get behind that beat. For Tyler Anchor. Welcome back. behind Tyler. Period. Well, that too. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick is running the board. And, Tom, you made a point during the break that I, I think you kind of made during the last segment, but um, we can kind of readdress it here in the couple of minutes we've got. But, you know, in terms of slimming teams from 12 road crew to 10 road crew, these teams have gotten, as you put it, way too specialized. It's way too specialized. It's This is more like Formula One right now than IndyCar. 
and that to me is just completely backwards. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, it's not that I'm callous. I don't like to see people lose jobs or whatever, but you know, at some point you just got to get a grip on reality. And we've also got to close the gap between the big teams, and the small teams again, so that we can get more small teams into the sport. Um, you know, these mega teams have literally become bullies. They, they have two to three times the staff. Um, and it's not because they have twice as many cars. It's, you know, at some point you just, you, you have to be able to take this sport and make it more cost effective, make it easier to, 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 for a small team to keep up. And, you know, when I hear that you got two tuners on the same car, what do you need that for? I'm literally asking because I'm not. Uh, uh, that knowledgeable, but why can't you do it with one? I mean, what what is it about these cars that requires you to have somebody for the top side of the front, somebody for the underside, somebody for the? It's you know we we got to learn to multitask here. Yeah, but, the biggest reason I think honestly is because when they cut the garage hours, it just makes it everything so much tighter to go to the racetrack now. So you have to have that guy who just does front, underneath, interior tires because now everybody complained that they're oh, we're at the garage 16, 17, 18 hours, and they cut it, and they say, okay, well, we'll make it 12. Well, now your time is shorter, and now these guys have to be specialized. And he, it, it I, does, know, but it doesn't. Right, it does, but it doesn't. I, I mean, we've go, I just think we've gone too far with, with you know, the specialization to the point where – that because that's where your issue is, honestly. And, you know, you, you – we made the cars so technical, apparently, that we feel like we need all of that. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, we'll be back with the second half of Motorsports Madness and more of our craziness in just a couple of minutes. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. 
how to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Casey Kane bringing us into the second half of Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. And that's good because I want to talk about Casey and his dirt stuff coming up a little later in the show, more specifically his driver that's fighting for the World of Outlaws Championship. However, right now, we are going to actually talk about the people that at least in the last two segments, haven't had to reboot me, Tom. But <laughs> if somebody wants to learn how to reboot me, although, God forbid, I don't know why they would want to do that, um, we know some people that can help. Well, we do. MyComputerCareer.edu is where you need to go if you want to learn how to reboot computers, if not people. Uh, and here's here. it's really pretty simple. I mean, it's a great organization. They do a great job of teaching students and preparing them for the workplace. Uh, MyComputerCareer.edu, it is IT training, and that is a field that's only going to be expanding as we go into the 2020s. It's going to be more call for IT, not less. Uh, so go there, take a free career evaluation. If you feel like IT is a career you want to pursue, my Computer Career walks with you alongside you from beginning to end. They help you with financial aid if you are eligible, including the GI Bill. They also allow you to finish your training in as little as four months, depending on, obviously, how quickly you, how much time you spend. But in as little as four months, doing it a few days a week, either online or at their one of their seven campuses across the country is all it takes. And when you get ready to enter the workforce, they work with hundreds of employers to help you to get placed. So again, beginning to end, they are there right there alongside and working with you to try and make sure that this is successful for you. Um, fairly simple all the way through. And here's the deal. If you're not a big math and science person, it's okay. It's not math or science. It's not rocket science. It's my computer career. And you can do this. I know because I've talked to some of the students who graduated from the Raleigh campus and I've seen the campus. It is a tremendous facility. Mycomputercareer.edu training for a better life. So with that in the books, you know what I want to talk about in our next segment? What? IndyCar. We can. I as much excited about that because okay. not only are they taking driver safety to the next level, yes. but doggone, uh, they, they've actually made narrow screen with that new race car that looks pretty darn good. If you I ask agree. me, we're going to talk about the test at IMS coming up right after this on Motorsports Madness. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing services. 
circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, and breaking news. All right. That's actually breaking this time. Per Adam Stern of the Sports Business Journal, Hendrick Motorsports will announce a, quote, major early contract extension, end quote, with Ally as soon as tomorrow, for those who are listening live, that's if you're listening to it on podcast form, it, that would be Friday. Ally's original two-year deal with the HMS 48 driven by Jimmy Johnson was already set to last through 2020. Now, what this doesn't specify is whether Jimmy Johnson will continue to drive the Ally sponsor. <laughs> car beyond 2020 but at least if ally is continuing to sponsor hendrick beyond 2020 that implies tom that they're getting a decent return on investment well and i'm sure that's the case and and again bear in mind that this is one of those unique b2b partnerships that hendrick can offer that you know other teams can't because hendrick's got a you know, a massive car dealerships 
um, for which, of course, you know, Ally Financing is able to. So, you which know, used th- to be GMAC. Right. right. Yeah, okay. exactly. Correct. Um, which used to be a Hendrix sponsor. Yeah, that's correct. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. See, so this is a, a perfect example of how um, the sponsor fits the s- scenario and situation. And, you know, business to business is the way everything's going. So I'm not Absolutely. surprised at this. No. I, I don't believe, honestly, that you're going to see. You may see Jimmy decide, depending on how he does next year, you may see Jimmy decide to stretch it one more year. I don't see him going beyond 21 if he even goes beyond, but you know what that tells me though that that tells me that Ally probably either has an idea of what they want post beyond, Jimmy, yeah, or Hendrick has told them, hey, we're going to get somebody who is going to be comparable, you know, in sure the other drivers that right. are in my stable now, to take over that ride for him. Now I literally just had this light bulb pop on in my. I know head. I saw <laughs> your head explode. <laughs> <laughs> so the the comment. I, I don't remember now which one of you just made it. I guess it was Tom that made it about Jimmy possibly stretching it to 2021. Yeah. There's actually a really good reason for Jimmy to stretch it to 2021. You know why? Why? Because we're going to have a new car in 2021. And no disrespect to any of the younger drivers, but there's no better, in my opinion, voice to offer feedback on a new race car than a veteran driver who's been there for a long time. Jimmy, even even if he's not winning like he used to be, Jimmy Johnson, in my opinion, is one of the best drivers to offer feedback and direction on a new situation in NASCAR, period. So I, I would argue you keep him for 21 so that he can give you the best understanding of this car and what it needs to be successful for whoever comes after him. I I understand where you're going with that, but uh, you know I might remind you that it was the switch in aero package that created the Texas two-step uh, tandem racing for 2011, I believe it was, that led to young Mister Trevor Bain winning the Daytona 500. Yes, and but the my, Daytona my 500 is one race. For that, yes, I understand, but my argument. For against that is when you introduce a brand new car everybody starts from zero so jimmy johnson didn't get to know any more about that car than any of the other guys will now i'm not saying that he wouldn't be able to pick up on it quicker or whatever but it could well be that that car would favor um a driver of a, of a different style than what jimmy johnson currently has um you know i don't know i mean i i almost wonder if it isn't this package that really threw Jimmy for a loop to begin with. And it, it it's taken, um, you know, he was the slowest to rebound uh, mm-hmm. of the four Hendrick cars. The package threw Chevrolet for a loop. Yes. It wasn't the just package, Jimmy Johnson. But, but I'm saying the other three guys all got right, more exactly. speed quicker yeah. than Jimmy. They all figured it out a little quicker you than know, Jimmy. So I'm not, I, I'm just saying that I don't think that's a, an automatic statement. Um, I think that everybody starts from scratch and, I don't think we're going to know until they actually debut it and see what what we get. I really think um, you're right, though, about Jimmy. I feel like if next year he has a great year or at least a, at dec- least a, a better, better year, year. Yeah. then I, I feel like he probably would do Here's it one the, more year just to see if he can make that eighth championship. Here's what you if come he doesn't to, make though. Sure. I mean, at some point, Rick Hendrick looks and goes, you know, does he say, well, Jimmy, you can stay as long as you want? Well, yeah. Or at some Lifetime point, contract. does Ricky, or Rick Hendrick say, um, you know, here, there's a driver I want. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and so I, I mean, there's a lot that goes into that. But we right. know he's mm-hmm. we know he's good through the end of 2020. Next season. Yep. And honestly, it, at the rate that he and Cliff Daniels are starting to take things up, they are. I they be have really stepped it up next year. Now, I was at all. I will say for up until the caution situation just shuffled him back into traffic, they had a lot of speed at the Roval. Tom, you yeah. were there. Would you disagree with that? Um, well, no. I mean, all of the Hendrick, all the Hendrick it. cars had speed. They all finished in the top nine. I'm sorry, I started laughing because the minute you say Jimmy Johnson had speed at the Roval, the only thing that flashes in my mind is the last lap of last year's race. Chase <laughs> had some you know, speed. Yeah. He forgot the turn left. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, that's the, all I can think of. Yeah, but yes, he did. And and I think you know, I think Jimmy's got some optimism. Yes. And, and so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how we wind the season down. I want to see how they run at Martinsville when we go back. Oh, there yeah. At, at the end or of the Dover this weekend. Or Dover. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's that, too. Yeah. I'm in, I'm really intrigued to see how he runs this yep. weekend at Dover, yeah. one of his power tracks. Yep. Anyway, shifting to the IndyCar side, which is where I wanted to get before yeah. this breaking news happened. Uh, sorry, Adam Stern. IndyCar official. Yeah, it's okay. Sorry. Thank you, Adam Stern, yeah. by the way, for that. Uh, IndyCar had their first official on-track test this week of the new Aero screen developed by Red Bull Technologies, which is expected to be implemented uh, in time for the opening race of 2020. I'll tell you what, not only does it look visually appealing, but it did not, according to Will Power and Scott Dixon, affect any of the uh, affect the speed aspect of their cars at Indianapolis. They still uh, they completed about uh, eight hours of testing. Wednesday of this week, 650 miles between the two cars. Top speed for Will Power, 224.591 miles an hour. Scott Dixon, 224.501 miles an hour in race pace. That's very comparable to what we saw this year with no aero screen. And the biggest thing that stuck out to me was a quote from Will Power. There's no problem doing a stint with bugs and such that get on the screen. It's just little things that need to be worked on. I'm so happy that we have this. It's a huge step in safety. In fact, he he goes on in that quote to say, once you run with it, you feel naked without it, which made me laugh. But it's also very true. I mean, this is a huge step for American open wheel racing. It is. And my deal with this really boils down to I've had a couple of people say, well, if you make them too safe, you kind of lose part of the appeal of racing. And my only response to that is, please go watch UFC. Um, because, look, I, I want the cars to be on edge. I want you to have to be really, really good to drive them. And I, you know you're never going to completely take the danger out of the sport, no matter how much you improve the cars or the driver safety gear or whatever. But I want these drivers to be able to go home to their families. Sorry. At the Mm -hmm. end of the day, I don't, I don't, I'm not one that watches racing, hoping to see someone get seriously hurt or, you know, with that element of that, go watch Isle of Man. That's an insane sport. I have mad respect for those people, but they're also nuts. If that's what you, you know, if that's what appeals to you is the threat of somebody dying during the race, then th- there's, there's a place for you there. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad IndyCar is doing what they're doing. I've been hoping for an arrow screen or a roll cage or some sort of 
thing for a while now, and mm-hmm. I'm thrilled we finally got it, and it looks good. Yeah, the, ro- the good. roll hoop that they've got uh, uh, behind the driver's head combined with the aero screen I think is going to do a, a pretty good job of protecting the driver yeah. should the car get upside down or even, God forbid, you know, you have a car go up in the fence. I believe that we will be a lot closer to hopefully having drivers walk away sure. from potential crashes like that although IndyCar has certainly taken a ton of steps in the right direction to prevent the cars going airborne and getting into fences in the first place too which is all positive but it's coming at the right time because i I know over the last couple of seasons we've seen a lot more IndyCars go airborne than we should be yes no we really have and and that's been a discussion that's Mm -hmm. been talked about a lot in the open wheel industry we're going to step aside when we return i got one more IndyCar nugget and then we're looking ahead to dover here on motorsports madness don't go anywhere back after this Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even RaceCom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council.
Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. See, now it, it only took most of the show, but we finally got Tom Airdrumming. Well, see, you know, there was a, that was a, that's a, like a big intro there. Right. You the right kind of music. Yeah. <laughs> you can't airdrum to Reed and Spencer. Well, and yeah, fair enough. I'm not, I'm not much of a techno fan, but. Fair enough. Anyway. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Randy Miller, Tom Baker, James Mellick, still talking motorsports on the program and i said i had another indy car nugget i do have another indy car nugget it's a more make you smile nugget tom did you see the video that came out on twitter yesterday uh which one the one from over the weekend from mr robert wickens wedding yes. to carly woods yep. he said he was gonna dance with her he danced with yep. her yep and can do yeah there can, again. actually correction can did yeah, can did. Yeah, um, it's. I mean, that's anytime you see someone. I saw uh, a post yesterday too about uh, sprint car driver Grady Chandler um, showing his progress, and you know him sitting outside of the hospital. He's um, he's trying to talk somebody local to bring a, a tire over so that he can smell the rubber and have somebody groove the tire in his hospital room. <laughs> I'm not so sure they'll fly for that, but no, I'm just, you know what, that. I'm, uh, after not what sure he's been through, I'm, a, yeah, I, I'm just glad to see Grady's spirits being well, up a little exactly. bit, too. Exactly, and that's why the larger point I was going to make was that when you see somebody, you know, recover that way um, and make that kind of progress. I mean, Kevin Swindell's making more every day, um, you know, Robbie and, and Grady. I mean, that's really what life's about guys. I mean, we're, we're yes. sitting here talking on the radio, you know, on TV, whatever. Um, you know, it's really not that noble of a pursuit when you consider that, you know, those, those guys all have paid a heavy price for being, racers in the sport and so there's three good examples oh by the way of why you can't make the sport too safe in my opinion no you really can't but uh you know just great to see robbie doing as well as he is and i still firmly believe he's going to be back in an indy car at some point because he says he's going to be back in an indy car and he's already done everything he said he was going to do so far so I believe him, and if he says it's going to happen, well, let's just watch and see when it happens. Hopefully, twenty twenty one. I'm not so sure he can get there I, in twenty, but maybe twenty one. No, I don't think I don't think twenty. But I I will say I could see him potentially test a car at the end of next year. Yeah, we'll see. So anyway, with that, we're going to actually shift ahead and start talking about playoffs. Playoffs. I was see. I, I was waiting playoffs? for it. Absolutely, because we're going to, to Dover. Race. Uh, which is the end for one and yeah. the start for another because yep. we're ending round one of the NASCAR Xfinity Series playoffs and we're starting round two of the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. Yeah, and, and it's I think in both cases there's a lot to unpack. So I guess it's just wherever you want to go first and uh, let's do it. Well, where I would like to go first is actually with the Xfinity series because okay. I think that there's a lot of interesting potential scenarios this weekend for Dover and the fact that we are ending and eliminating four drivers to get to the round of eight, but yes. at the same time, nobody's out of it because as we well know in this format, if you win, you're in. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's the thing. And now, it, you know, with that being said, I think what you can add to that is the fact that, um, 
there are only two drivers uh, who are guaranteed that, safe. Nope. Who have won at Dover before? Ah, ah that's where Chris you're Bell going with that. And Justin Allgaier. Yes. So there are also only two drivers who are guaranteed into the next round: right. Chris Bell and Cole Custer. So I don't think that we really know much of anything going into this race, other than it's going to be a very exciting and probably chippy Xfinity chippy. race. <laughs> chippy. chippy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think well because it's all or nothing. Right, for a bunch of guys. I mean, if you're if you're Justin Haley, for example, you have only to win. One way, yes, you're 39 points behind. There's only one way you advance. You got to win. win. Okay, so you know there's a there's drivers who need to to get big stage points and get you know a big finish. Those drivers are not going to be very nice, especially right. you know at the end of stages, the end of the race. Randy, uh, you know what? I think a college racing team with absolutely nothing to lose is actually a dangerous thing because we know they're not afraid to roll the dice on a normal weekend and try to make something happen. And I'm a big believer that, you know, this team is good with strategy. They could, they, if any team I would give credence to a miracle happening, it's this one. Yep, I know Chris Rice very well, and I know he's not going to settle for being knocked out of the playoffs in the first round. So he is going to throw everything he can or everything his his organization can at that car yes. to get him the best possible chance to, to get that win that he needs to make it into the next round. So do not be surprised if Haley is not in victory lane after Saturday. You know what? It would be appropriate. In and a they're way, coming off it? a win. Yeah, they are the coming off a win, so by the way, a with a win Allmendinger. Yes. It did stick. And how nice was that to go back to to the Roval to see not only A.J. Allmendinger have a good finish, but get a win and it not get taken away in tech? Well, it was fun. And, of course, A.J. laughed when someone kind of brought up the tech issue to him in the yeah. post-race presser. Um, you know, he said, I would I would be lying if I said that it didn't doesn't cross my mind. But um, he explained as with as much detail as he could the other two DQs and why they happened and you know he said there there are problem they were we we were guilty in both cases but um you know it's it was good to see him get through that to get back to Haley I I know I mean Chris's deal is you know obviously if you can win you go in but right. you know he really focused on I think what we're playing for with the 11 car is you know you want to get the very best finish you can you know, and try to to put yourself in the best position you can, um, you know, the rest of the year. And he believes that Justin will be running for a championship next year, um, you know, in, in a much more competitive scenario. Yes, I, I, be- I believe right. you. I was going to say, I believe he will be, too. If yeah. only because you're subtracting out of the field, you're subtracting Reddick, you're subtracting Cole Custer if we... Um, if if everything is correct, and you're subtracting Bell, so there's three of the big three or big four that we've yeah. been talking about. We we think Cindric will be back, but you know I think Cindric needs to be back. I agree. You're making it you know a little bit easier competition wise, perhaps. But you know I guess my point is that I think Justin in his second year is going to be far more. Um, crafty than Justin in his first year. And I think Chris is right. I think they'll be running next year for the title. Now, if he can go in Dover, he lives to fight another day this year. Um, yeah. You know, you get into some tracks where he might be pretty darn good. So um, 
again, this is going to be a tough fight. Nobody's safe other than Bell and Custer. They're the only two that are, in theory, safe. Everybody else is close enough to where, uh, you know, a crash or a motor issue or whatever um, could change the, the whole complexion of what we're doing here. Um, you know, and so it's it's going to be interesting to, to see where we go. I don't see anybody outside of the top eight winning the race. Maybe the exception of Haley. I don't see Jones, Nemechek, or Sieg. You know, I mean, these get well, actually, Jones and Nemechek would be the only ones, I think, who, unless somebody, you know, does win, you know, yeah. that's really a surprise. But I yeah. just don't see it. I and think I'm, trying to, in the top eight I'm trying to think who's on the bubble in eighth. Wouldn't it be Annette? Annette? Yeah, he's Annette's on the bubble, and he's uh, 15 points behind seventh place Gregson, and he's 11 points ahead of Jones and Nemechek. Okay. So you and don't have to win if you're Jones and Nemechek, but... You know, you got to do better than Annette. Right. But uh, boy, junior cars are strong at Dover. And just glancing down the entry list, there's not really any true spoilers, so to speak, this weekend, with the exception of maybe two power cars that, that could at least play a factor. The eight car, which has Zane Smith, who's been reasonably impressive this year when he's been in that right. car, and the 18 of Harrison Burton, who I'm going to say definitely will be a factor among the top five because he's run there in every other Xfinity oh, start agree. he's been in yeah. this year. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I actually think both of them will run top seven or eight. So, Absolutely. You know, again, this is why we love the Xfinity series yeah, this year. For and sure. You know, there's I a love, lot of good to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been it's been really close all the way through with with just some brilliant driving performances. I think this is actually going to be Allgaier's best chance to win too. I don't disagree with that, Randy. No. I really don't because Justin Allgaier has not been the Justin Allgaier this mm -hmm. year that I expected him to be at all. Um, I, in fact, I'd almost call that team the the disappointment so far among my full-time Xfinity Series guys this year because we, after a five-win year and making it all the way to the Final Four, we expected them to be uh, you know, power, and they just haven't been all year. They've seemed a little bit off, Tom. Yeah, I agree, and I've said that on the show's the last but then after seeing him last week now i know the roval is the roval but even the, the race or two right. prior to the roval i felt like they were starting at least all was starting to show some some speed and gregson keeps finding his way into the top five and really at this point um unless jones or nemechek light up the scoreboard this weekend you know i think you might be able to squeak through by doing that again here at dover or there at dover but i but i don't i don't you know, I don't see them as big threats to win the championship. Although, as you know, as one of them proved last year, if you get to Homestead, then you can you win. Can even win. if you're the one we all said couldn't. Or yes. Wouldn't. Yeah. Hi, Tyler. Shows you how much we know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Something like that. Yep. Now, of the drivers who we believe are pretty solid to go to the eight, who's your, who's your potential spoiler to break into the final four? Um, you know what? I, I, I honest final four, um, I guess I had to hear that twice in my yes, head. Final four. Um, I I, I'm looking I, a little further ahead. If here. I had to pick a spoiler right now, I think I'd have to go with, uh, probably Chase Briscoe. Okay. Randy, you got a name? I, I, I'll guy would be the only one I can think of. I'll I mean, throw I one really at think. you. Noah Gregson. And, and I actually thought about it. See, that. I was thinking too, but... I don't think Allgaier is a spoiler, but I guess he's well, not in the top four. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll tell you why on the other side of this break. We'll be right back. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. 
bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. The representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I'm not good at air guitar, but welcome back to Motorsports. <laughs> what was Mad. that? I, I don't know what it was. It was, uh, never mind. I'm you look not like even you gonna, had arthritis in your arm. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and redo it. Anyway, yeah, I, like don't. I said, I'm terrible at air cord. Whatever. Welcome back to Motorsports Mind, inspired by mycomputercareer.edu. I'm better at talking, okay? Well, that's Sometimes. debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller. James Mellick is my only saving grace because he's not thrown me under the bus yet tonight. No, well, you've actually been pretty good. You haven't had to be rebooted or any of that there. stuff. No, I did, so far, I did so. once, but. But it wasn't a bad one. It was no. very minute. 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 There we go. Final long segment. And uh, so we were talking about this. I'll throw this out really quick before we get into our cup playoff stuff here but i said noah gregson in our last segment as far as 
drivers I, or a driver that I thought could break into the top four looking out beyond this uh, initial elimination. Noah's been probably the most quietly consistent driver in the Xfinity Series this season as far as guys we haven't really talked about. Yes, he's not gotten to victory lane yet, but keep in mind, regardless of what happens in the round of eight, there is one driver that will make it in on points, and if you have a bad race, even if you have some points stockpiled, Noah Gregson could be the guy that I think surprises a lot of people and has a shot to make it to Homestead. I really believe that. Well, I think that Noah, again, he's been sort of sneaky because Mm -hmm. he kind of runs you know fifth to tenth for a lot of the race most of the time and And then then, bam there he ends up in the top five at the end he finds his way there um you know i think this is going to be again the more you pare down the field you can't you got to lead state you got to get big stage points you gotta you know and when you look at i mean noah's at one stage win um you know, he has had 19 top 10s, and he's now gotten to eight top fives. He has no wins. He's only led 61 laps. I mean, I think the more we pare this down, he the more you got to elevate the performance because eventually you're going to just – consistency is not going to carry you all the way through. Um, you know, I think you, you at some point you got to win, and you got to run up front, and you got to be in contention. He was running up front at Dover, wasn't it, last year in a truck race, I think? And then he well, yes. kind of... Yeah, that was the, that was the race happened. where he and Sauter kind of yeah. both went for it on the last lap and it didn't end well. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, that's where he's... I, I feel like Noah needs another year in Xfinity, which I'm sure he's going to get. I um, believe it. But um, And it's not that I wouldn't like to see him make the, the, the top four, but... I just, when you got Bell, Custer, Reddick, Sindrick, and Allgaier all ahead of you, and Briscoe, um, you got six guys who, you know, for the most part, um, let's say five guys who for the most part have been statistically much better than you, um, you know, I think eventually you're going to have to elevate the overall performance Mm -hmm. in order to, so I see Noah getting, you know, making the, um, I don't know. It, it's really a, an interesting scenario for me. I mean, right now I feel I kind of feel like um, Noah will be in the top eight. I'm not sure I see him in the top four unless he goes out in this round and really starts picking up the pace a little bit. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. That's true. All right, let's shift gears to the Cup Series now because this is the opening race of round numero dos. Yes. Two. And with that means the first opportunity for drivers to start making points and try to advance into the round of eight for the Cup Series because we have 12 still eligible. Who really needs to come out and have a good showing at Dover, and who do you believe will come out and have a really good showing at Dover? Tom, you can start. Um. Well, I mean, honestly, for me, I think... Um you got to look at the bottom. I mean, I, I, I just, I think you've got Blaney down there, Byron and Boyer. They're all great drivers, but I think Byron will be fast because I think Hendrick will be fast. Um, Blaney should be fast because usually Penske say, is fast. Keep, keep in Boyer's mind the one for me. That's the mystery. He's made it to the top 12, but he kind of limped in, honestly, I feel like through the first round. And so I think Clint, I think Clint needs to, to show something here. He's got, you know, you got Dover, then you got two races that are, you got Talladega as a wild card, and he yeah. should be decent at Kansas. But you got to, you got to, again, it's like I said, you got to pick up the pace here. You can't just limp 
in. Right. You know, too much competition. I mean, Clint Boyer's proven he can win at Talladega if he has to. So there's a possibility there. But actually, it's funny that you mentioned William Byron. Um, He, for me, is the driver who falls into the category of will have a good run because, keep in mind, he's got the crew chief that engineered Jimmy Johnson to a record 11 wins at Dover. And that, Randy Miller, I think is the missing link. Yep, my my pick would would probably be somewhere somewhere in the middle, like a Brad Keselowski or or a Kyle Larson, because you look at how well Penske did at the beginning of the season, and you see you know Keselowski down there, and even though he's in contention to to continue you know to move in the, to the top eight, you're gonna uh, eventually you get down to the point where you need to win a race in order right. to move on. I mean you know he, he hasn't done, that in, a done while. that in a while, yeah. So he he really needs to, especially when you look at his teammate and Logano's. You know he got all those points from the stage wins and you know the wins early mm-hmm. in the season, and um, so he's he's sitting okay right now in fourth. But something with Penske just dropped off during the summer months, and it's like yeah. where, where did you guys go? Like you guys were dominating, and now you're like, you know. I- I think also too. You again, Alex Bowman should be fast because Hendricks usually fast at Dover. But what I want to see from Alex is I want to see him stop focusing on people flipping him the finger. Who cares? You know, um, if you're flipping somebody the finger, you're twelve, and 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 Alex needs to stop falling into that trap and just focus on where he's fin- where he's going to finish and and get to the next round i i think you got to focus on your own performance and not be worried about things like the that the best because, way to punch somebody you know, in the gut is to beat them yeah i mean mm-hmm. people and and again i you know i think both drivers in that scenario were equally wrong um enough in that scenario for me to say look i'm done with it let's move on and but both of them need to get a little bit thicker skin and tougher skin if they're going to compete at the cup level successfully now, I- I'm going to shock you here because I'm going to circle back now to my driver who I think needs to start off this ro- this round strong. And uh, it's probably going to surprise you a little bit. My driver that I think needs to start out this ro- round strong, that's really a tongue twister when you start to try and <laughs> get it right. Anyway, Denny Hamlin, and I'll tell you why. Other than the Daytona 500, he's been pretty well snake bit at restrictor plate tracks for the last couple of years and ended up collected in most of them. And his results at Kansas in six of his last nine races at Kansas Speedway. This includes, by the way, the spring race earlier this year. He's been 14th or worse, including three finishes outside the top 20. If Denny Hamlin doesn't make some points at Dover, a track where he's historically been pretty good on the on the concrete on these mile-type racetracks... I have some major concerns about him, even with 30 points in the bank, because Talladega and Kansas have not been good to him. And I think if he doesn't get a good run this Sunday, Denny Hamlin could find himself very quickly at risk of elimination. Yeah, See, that's I'm, very true. I'm not worried about that, and I'm going to tell you why. It's because I don't care what your past record is as a track. This he, is a new package. I don't care. He did not run well and, at Kansas in the spring with well, the new package. But he's been much better and much more consistent since the weather got warmer. I, I feel like obviously Talladega is a wild card for everybody. So I, I certainly mm-hmm. can can buy that you can't depend on that to make a break or to make your your playoff run. Yeah. But but I I feel like Denny will be fine at Dover. Um, and I I just don't I don't see that. I think he's got enough points banked 
where I feel like unless he has a complete meltdown a couple races in a row, I think he gets to the, the round of eight. Then that's where you kind of look and go, okay, well, Martinsville, Texas. Yeah, and, and see, Sim, and see, my know. concern here is even even Dover in the spring, Denny was three laps down in twenty first, and this is with the package that we're running right now. Yeah, but uh, this again, is it was, th- this round is the key. If Denny Hamlin it, makes it, it through this round, Denny Hamlin makes it to Homestead. It's still but a, this round is his key. That it was, the package was still brand new to everybody, yeah, pretty much true. back then. I'm but, just not buying it. Know, I, to, I, I believe what I see in Hamlin's hot right to now. circle back to your original question of which one of the the, tw- the 12 drivers needs to to come out of the gate really mm-hmm. strong I feel like all of them do because if Dover if you can make it through Dover with a win then you're safe from Talladega mm-hmm. Talladega say, whoever, win, whoever wins on Sunday is the only one that's going to get a good night's sleep exactly well, that's, that's what I'm saying because Talladega is such a yeah. wild card track that all of those guys are at risk of elimination if they all get into a wreck let me throw you another so. driver I mean look Let's. I don't care where he is in the points right now. Kyle Busch. Yeah. Because so much of Kyle is how Kyle is mentally. Yeah. Okay. And you know, if Kyle has a bad weekend here at Dover after the bad, bad. I keep saying here, like I'm there. Yeah. If Kyle Busch has a bad weekend at Dover, like, like he, he had, had a bad, bad weekend at the Roval. Yeah. Um. You know, again, it starts playing with the head again. And Talladega is a wild card, so then you go to you, you have to depend on making your your run at Kansas. Look, Kyle's got plenty of banked points, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. that, you know, from a mental game standpoint, Kyle needs. To, to have a good run but right you know randy's right every one of these guys need to start off they're all going to be trying to start off with a win because it's the only way going into talladega pretty much that you can be assured that uh, you're going to the next round yeah and you know? the good news for kyle is he was top 10 at dover and top 10 at talladega in the spring and if not for some i believe mechanical trouble at kansas that left him a few laps down he was on pace to be top 10 there yeah. and he's been top 10 or better including a win at Kansas all the way back to the fall of 2014. And so. let's let's take let's think about this too. What races are in the next round? You got Martinsville, a short track, which Kyle loves. Okay, well, yeah, yeah I would. Uh, okay, well, if we're staying with Kyle, yeah, Kyle loves. You got Texas, where we know Kyle any mile and a half track, uh-huh. and you got ISM, where we know he run, that you know traditionally Gibbs runs well. Uh-huh. So you know, I feel like. You know, it's it, but it, again, Kyle is so much of an emotional kind of driver. He is, you know, and so um, I, this is. I, I think it's the tightest in terms of depth of competition. It's the hardest round. This is the hardest round of twelve yeah. we've ever had to predict. Oh, absolutely! So, and there's one name know? that we haven't even talked. I I feel like we barely even talked about him in the round of sixteen. Kyle Larson. Well, yeah, I mean, Larson is, again, he's always a wild card because you never know if he's going to win a crash or whatever. Yeah. But but here, you know, you even look at Boyer. I mentioned him as being the, but look, you know, what happened last year in the fall at Talladega? All four SHR cars just took off and, and went, left. And, and, left. And, and if not for Kurt Busch running out of fuel, they were going to finish one, two, three, and four. Kansas is a huge track for Boyer. Yes. So... You know, it, this you is never really know. A, this is and Alvarola made it to the round of eight last year yeah. when we believed there was no way on this planet that well, was going to happen. Yeah, that's what so. I'm saying. This is really uh, this is why I love the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, I I mean, I know our fans don't like it. I love it 
because instead of just talking about Dover right now, we're talking about two and even three races ahead and what could happen for the next round. You know, it's, it's so much more interesting and exciting and it makes these teams elevate their performance from week to week to week in order to, you know, stay in the hunt. And, and they continually show us that they're capable of that, which to me is what this is all about to begin with. We've got about a minute left in this segment, so I'm going to ask this question, and I'm going to ask you guys not to specify any further yet because I want to save our picks for the actual white flag. Can there be a spoiler this weekend at Dover as far as like a non-playoff driver or a driver who's been eliminated from the playoffs? Can a spoiler win this race? Because it has had a penchant for that in the past. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, 100%. I agree. Wow. Unanimous. We know where he's going. All right. (laughs) I I actually agree, too. So that's four yeses, and (laughs) it's going to make our picks for the Dryden 400 at Dover this weekend very interesting. We'll get to those coming up in our white flag segment, the final segment of Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. 
The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, and we are going to play Pick Your Winner, in parentheses, and your spoiler, because we're trying for both. Right. Randy, I'm going to let you start. Both of mine are going to be Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> there he goes. All right. Tom. I'm blown away that we get to talk about Jimmy Johnson as a guy outside the playoffs I at know. this point. <laughs> That's I know. So Who would have thought odd. he'd be a spoiler? But. Um, but yeah, he would be a spoiler. Okay, so my spoiler that I was going to go with was Kurt Busch. Um, ah, yes. You know, because he runs well at Dover, but the winner I'm picking is actually another Ford, but not a member of the same team. It is going to be none other than hometown favorite Joey Logano. Kurt Busch doesn't drive a Ford. Oh, that's right. Now anymore, he went to Chevy. He's sorry. in a Chevy. Well, he's still not on the same team. Malik. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say Jimmy is one of my dark horses, but uh, he was just one of my two. The other one is obviously going to be the 95. I think he'll be fast with Matty D. Oh, of course. I think we got a chance this weekend, and I think Kyle comes back and gets on pace. He's a big favorite always at that mm. track, so Kyle's the winner. Yes, Kyle Busch, by the way, won the Dover playoff race two years ago to advance the next round. For me, my winner is the driver who's going to go season sweep, MTJ, for the win. However, my potential spoiler, I am a believer, much like Randy is, Jimmy Johnson and Cliff Daniels. See, I, I just think, never even thought of them as a spoiler. I think but they, they can make Hard it. Hard to imagine. I know, right? And with that, uh, by the way, we got to get out of here. So yes, thanks to Strutmasters, My Computer Career, and HMS Motorsport for what they do to make this show possible. For Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, I'm Jacob Seelman. Keep it off the wall, folks. We'll see you at the racetrack till we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.